He has his own podcast. What is it, y'all? Get my shit together. Welcome to the Getting My Act Together podcast for Friday, August 25th, 2023. I hope your week has gone well, and I hope that your week is at an end. And I hope that you are sparing a thought for our good friend and former leader of the Wagner Group, Prigozhin. I don't know that Prigozhin was on that plane, but I do know that his name was on a list. His name probably is on numerous lists across. Does, does he go on the list? Name another mercenary. Well, he can't. Does he go on the list? How many lists can Prigozhin probably be on? He's probably on a few most wanted lists. He's probably, uh, you know, through legal and illegal channels, do people have him on a list? I don't know, is he wanted at the local DMV for not renewing the registration on one of his 10 million tanks that he owns privately? because he was funded by Vladimir Putin. Prigozhin's name, Prigozhin doesn't go on the list because I can think of another mercenary who coincidentally happens to be Russian also. (laughs) It's either bad PR, it's either bad PR, Russia, that the only two mercenaries who come to mind are Victor Boot, who was traded for Brittany Griner, and a player, and and an arms cash to be named later. Brittany Griner was brought back from a gulag in exchange for Victor Boot. Victor Bout, however you say that. I think it's, I don't know, who gives a fuck? He's a mercenary. He's a, that's, you can't be more of an outlaw (laughs) than to be a mercenary. And to have your own mercenary operation like it sounds Victor Boot did arming the conflicts across Africa. Boot, I know. Prigozhin, I know. I knew. I hardly knew you, Prigozhin. <laughs> I don't know. All they keep saying is he was on a li- his name was on the list of passengers. <laughs> and on a flight apparently departing Moscow, his plane blew up, and now he sleeps. <laughs> you gotta be happy for Putin, though. Finally, he gets he gets one break after shitting the bed in this war because he's an ineffective general and leader of people. He can only lead through tyranny and fear. He can't coordinate a goddamn military exercise against, especially against the people as strong, proud, and resilient as Ukraine. Putin finally gets a break and kills a man he said had a complicated fate. <laughs> he, Putin essentially is saying, look, I brought this guy up, I funded his army, and then he came back to try to bite me for a minute, thought better of it, or chickened out, depending on how you want to say that, and then, uh, you know, me being Vladimir Putin, international leader who the Olympics committee gave uh, an Olympics to recently, and a World Cup just for his trouble. Finally, he gets something good to happen uh, because he can't. 
I'm thinking, like, would I say all this to Putin's face? Well, it depends. If Putin's in the crowd with everybody, then I can roast him. <laughs> That's what Prigozhin thought. But would I say it man-to-man to, man to Vladimir Putin? I don't know. You know what? He wouldn't fucking be able to understand me anyway unless he got one of those, those uh, 1978 hearing aid things from the public library that they use at the United Nations. Anyway, Prigozhin was on the list. I don't know if he's dead or not, but I know that... Uh, I know that... Yes, I'm, I'm, this is the Alfresco recording, though I'm parked. I am parked. I have the mobile set up here. Occasionally, uh, a car will whiz, whiz by me. That was it. Prigozhin, I hardly knew you. And I got to tell you what an uneventful, anticlimactic close to our uh, dalliance with one another. Because I do remember that Saturday when I received word early Saturday that Prigozhin and the Wagner group were beginning their march toward Moscow. And they got waylaid along the way. I was so enthused and excited about the potential of Russia v. Russia and it never obtained. Similarly, I'm kind of enthused by the idea of uh, gun versus gun, Trump versus Trump down there in my former town of Atlanta. Donald J. Trump. As I sit and speak and expend air, probably is making his way from a country club. What a fucking life that is. You, you are at your own country club and you board a private flight to go get arraigned on trying to overthrow your own country in a city down south, and then you'll be back in time to have a highball this evening. I think Trump doesn't drink, which is fortunate for all of us. <laughs> Imagine if he did. But it's also, and Brian Kemp kind of looks the same way. I don't know if Brian Kemp drinks or not. Trump looks awful and has for a long time. He looks like somebody who doesn't take care of himself. And if he drank a lot, he'd have that as an excuse. It's still not like uh, excuse, excusing his own actions, but he'd be like, look, dude, I fucking get belted every single night like Vladimir, or not like, like Boris Yeltsin did. Google Boris Yeltsin. Have you, when was the last time you Googled him? Now, that was a drinker, but he, and he looked like it. Trump looks so unhealthy that he should have an excuse for it. And maybe he eats Kentucky Fried Chicken all the time, or, or KFC, as it were. Yeah, so it's really interesting to see Trump and all his, his people go to Atlanta, where I never, I never was arrested in Atlanta. I've been arrested. I never was arrested in Atlanta uh, but I know lots of people who've been to Rice Street or Fulton County Jail, but Rice Street. And all the cops that are there, what are, what, what are cops support Trump? Like 90% to 10%? It's got to be really challenging to do the job when they're bringing the emperor to your front door. Lots of, lots of pro-Trump. It looks like quite a scene. My Atlanta people, please let me know. What, what is it like down there? You're like, who fucking cares? Trump is so unhealthy, he looks like he should have some sort of... Unhealthy looking, 
that he looks like he should have a, a better reason for it. I don't think you just roll out of bed looking as physically... I mean, I know the man has a very busy life. <laughs> but I don't think you just roll out of bed looking that awful. It's a, a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. Maybe it's KFC. Anyway, I want to thank the people who have gotten the message about the importance of leaving reviews for this podcast. You are the heroes. Led, of course, by 15 underscore versus underscore 15. A couple more people have left reviews and uh, five stars. And, and some have actually written some comment about the show that I want to share with you. There's a listener out there, thank you very much, who refers to themselves. Look at that. Look at that just pronoun adeptness refers to themselves as Rome 10. Rome 10 left a five-star review. Thank you very much, Rome 10. While also in the title of the review called it Mount Rushmore. Okay? And then Rome 10 listed three people's names I'd never heard before, and then mine. It said Mount Rushmore, so-and-so, 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 and Joe Smith, which I think means that I'm on the list. This the the list. Am I on the list? It means that Rome Ten thinks I belong on the Mount Rushmore, which I believe I'd always thought had three faces on it. Rome Ten, you're saying there are four? Are there four? people on Mount Rushmore, not your Mount Rushmore, but Mount Rushmore, wherever that is, Washington, Lincoln, yes, there are, holy shit, Washington, Lincoln, Teddy Roosevelt, and Joseph R. Biden. <laughs> there are four people, and the whole time back in when we were involved in the chocolate wars during COVID, I thought there were only three things on the Mount Rushmore. I guess I was thinking of an Olympic medal stand. What would my experience in the Olympics, which in less within within ten years, had been awarded to Russia and Vladimir Putin? I guess I was thinking of gold, silver, bronze, Rome ten. And you correct. You're right. There are four people. It's. I think it's. Washington, Jefferson, Lincoln, and Teddy Roosevelt. All right. Sure. Teddy Roosevelt. Don't know much about his work. I think he was involved with parks and highways. And uh, we'll take it. And, you know, his descendants are trying to put highways through parks. So who knew? Well, thank you, Rome 10. Yeah, I always thought it was three. I, again, from probably the Olympic mentality, but I was thinking who was on the Mount Rushmore of chocolate and I had Twix the $100,000 bar and then up for grabs on the other one Milky Way Caramello Score do you remember this great time we were trying to figure out the third M&M's kind of hard to go wrong with an M&M especially if they're served at the you know at the European cavern temperature like a good rich big Big red wine should be served. 
M&Ms. Anyway, there are four, apparently, people on Mount Rushmore. And in Rome 10's review, it says Mount Rushmore, and it lists one person's name, another person's name, another person's name, and then Joe Smith, which I think is flattering. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't recognize any of the other three people on the Mount Rushmore that Rome 10 was referring to. Two of them had a uh, non-Anglo flair to them. I don't, I can't remember what they were. And after I looked, uh, I can't remember what they were. And then after finding out what they were, I decided to make sure that I still didn't know their names. What they are, it turns out, and I'm curious, Rome 10, if you'd like to elaborate with an email to the podcast, yesjoesmith at gmail.com, or via an email, uh, via a message to Instagram at yesjoesmith, feel free to let me know what exactly you're trying to convey other than five stars, which is the most important thing and the one that I accept most sincerely. But the other three people on the Mount Rushmore, it turns out, and this is why I didn't know their names, are mass shooters. So, this is what it's like being in the spotlight. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Rome 10. First of all, you can put Hitler, Stalin, Putin on there, and me, as long as you put five stars, we can do business, my friend. I really appreciate it. The five stars is what carries the day. And maybe you're being cheeky. I don't know. Do I... Do I seem like somebody who's going to do a mass shooting? That's when you should do it. You should do literally a mass shooting at a mass. You should shoot the priest. You shouldn't shoot anybody. Um, but it's the first time I think I've been compared, at least publicly, to a mass shooter. I've never, I've never shot anyone. I have a friend... You know what? If you really want to go deep into the Joe Smith archives, you can find Joe Smith and the Going Concern and find a song we had called Matt Hillmeyer. H-I-L-L-M-I-R-E. And we had a song about Matt Hillmeyer whose brother shot him in the back. Matt's brother shot him in the back. Matt's brother was a coward. Shot him in the back. Now he's all crippled up, catching rides from the cat. He's super skinny. He's even smarter. He's Matt Hillmeyer. I have never shot anyone. I've never shot a gun. I mean, I've shot a BB gun, pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I've been shot with the BB gun while I was wearing jeans when I was a kid. But if I've shot a gun, it will be a BB gun. Because you know why? I'm a libtard. <laughs> because I just didn't grow up around it. Because I didn't grow up around any Russians either. I know two mercenaries. They both have. They both happen to be Russian. Coincidence? It's an interesting thing to, it gave me pause, for just, that's just like, okay, you're comparing, you're grouping me with these uh, horrible people. Maybe, like I said, you're just being cheeky, Rome 10. In any case, thank you for the five stars. Uh, I am uh, grateful.
And I gotta tell you, thinking about the names of the three people that you grouped me with on the Mount Rushmore of mass shooters, I suppose, I couldn't help but notice, I mentioned earlier, that they're, uh, two of the names at least didn't exactly look Anglo. Uh, so maybe a couple mass shootings have been done by non-white people. And I don't want you to misinterpret my remarks. And of course, you know what? Chop this up. Take it out of context. <laughs> I'm not saying that non-white people do a mass shooting. I'm just saying that white dudes do most of the shootings, so we get a pretty bad rap, uh, especially among stand-up comics, for doing the next big shooting. And I just want to point out that there have been a couple large ones that uh, were not done by us. So we sat those out and we let the horror be... Um, yeah, well, I don't even know what I'm saying, but you know, a couple of those people were, were non... You know, other people can be assholes too, I guess is what the moral is. It's not that, you know, the white people are... Dude, we're tight. <laughs> it's just that other people can be assholes too. You notice there's only one person, speaking of non-whites, did you notice there's only one person who was arrested in Fulton County who, for whatever reason, was not able to, in the deep south of the United States of America, come to a bail agreement? which is, is that what they call it? A bail agreement when you and I get arrested? One dude couldn't get a bail. He's the only person who didn't go to jail as if it were a turnstile and get out in 15 minutes like everybody else who conspired to overthrow the U.S. government, delegitimize democracy, and ultimately put a middle finger in the face of everyone who has worked so hard, given up their goddamn, not goddamn, given up their lives, you know, people gave their lives for the right to vote. People gave their lives for the right for other people to have it to vote. And these assholes never forget, including lawsuits coming from Texas, tried to delegitimize our fucking election in Georgia. Are you kidding me? Only one person was not able to quickly bond out. And you know what? He looked different than all the other ones. Probably just a coincidence, though. When it comes to U.S. justice, that's right. I'm 19 years old. Even your boy Brian Kemp, my almost doppelganger, told you, if I drank 15% more than I do now, I think I would look, and didn't use any hair product or get my hair cut by a professional. If my mom still cut, if my mom cut my hair, I drank more, and what else? What's the other thing? And I didn't use hair product. Yeah. If I, <laughs> I would look like Brian Kemp if, in this order, I drank 15% more, my mom still cut my hair, and <laughs> I didn't use hair product. Even that Neanderthal, who, by the way, looks like Dick Hart compared to Donald Trump. I mean, it's unbelievable. That's why people look back at George Bush II, who was a dope and a dummy. And most uh, annoying, he was a self-righteous uh, rehabber. He, kind of a guy who like quit doing booze and coke and then shoved God up your ass. Now, fuck you. Anyway, that's why he looks presidential compared to where we, where we are now. Only one person there looked a little bit different than the rest. Kemp even said the other day, no, the election was legitimate. What's most interesting, I don't know if I told you this, 
when it comes to election state secretary of states, Brad Raffensperger has to go on the list. He was a Republican who stood up to the the threats and all the other harassment, exposed his family to risk from psychopaths with weapons by saying, no, it's fucking legit. Lay off, bro. Maybe he was a Fulton County commissioner. Maybe he's a secretary of state. I don't know. You know who Brad Raffensperger is. He was the guy that showed the biggest set of cojones during the election and said, no, we're not going to overturn it. I'm not going to find you 40,000 votes, whatever. And I don't know if I told you this. I heard myself say a moment ago, I don't know if I told you this, but when I went to vote this year, or the last time I went to vote in the city of Atlanta, there it was. Brad Raffensperger, Republican, versus so-and-so, Democrat. And simply, and this is why we are complex people, simply out of respect for what the man did, the courage he showed in the face of tremendous adversity, standing up to the President of the United States, did I vote for Brad Raffensperger? So I think that makes me a hero. 